everyone, I'm Catherine B. Roy, your personal growth and business coach. And I have just one mission, to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. Therefore, I'm bringing experts here with me to discuss certain topics. Meet Celeste, the soul behind Grand IPR. Celeste is a fully trained master of law specializing in brand and content protection, copyrights and trademarks. Her mission is to help or inspire you to understand and appreciate the importance of protect, protecting your business, intellectual property rights, content, and your livelihood. With less worrying about your brand, comes more time to spend staying in your zone of genius or growing your business and more profits. She has been fascinating by the law since an early age, and for good reason. Her grandfather founded his own legal empire. Later in her life, she found herself again drawn to the law, completing a master's degree in law at the University of Copenhagen. After more than three years, she felt called to found Grand IPR. Today, her vision, commitment, and expertise combine to help small to medium-sized businesses feel confident when it comes to trade making their brand and content, empowering them to feel peace of mind and true protection. She helps ambitious, innovative, creative coaches and entrepreneurs protect their concepts, programs, and branded ideas, intellectual property, so they can rest assured that no one can steal it. She is nicknamed the Empress of Trademarks. Welcome, Celeste. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you for having me, uh, Katrina. I'm so, so pleased to be here. This is going to be a magical creation program that we're doing. Absolutely. We, we actually met on LinkedIn. Yes. And you saw some of my interviews. And when you reached out, I, I thought, wow, this is amazing. Yes, I never talked about this subject. And actually, I'm, I'm really helping a lot of small business owners and coaches, entrepreneurs. And I want them to know how this is important and actually how you can help them and how we all can be secured. So tell me, tell me first, please, a little bit more about your story. I, I read a little bit in your bio, but why do you do what you do? Well, um, I fell in love with law at a very early age because I was under the influence of my grandfather, as you've mentioned. And then um, I actually managed to make myself believe that I wasn't intelligent enough to study the law. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I did. And it took me quite a while. Um, it took me until I turned 30 to decide, okay, I'm going to have to do this. And then it took me another four years to apply. And then I was admitted the, the year after. So it took me, it took me five years total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> Let's see so was, how you turn to, to, to an empress of trademarks after this. <laughs> well, you know, it was just... It was just, you know, it, it was just silly because I, I was suffering from comparisonitis mm -hmm. and that is something that many people suffer from. So I've had to work a lot on what is going on in here mm -hmm. and um, be able to do what I do and, and do it with confidence because mm -hmm. so many of us, start out with thinking oh no but it, maybe i'm not good enough for this or maybe i'm not good enough for that 
And people kept telling, referring to me as the queen of trademarks. And there's actually, actually, actually somebody in the US who has registered that as a trademark, which is why I, I then decided, okay, so if people refer to me as the queen of trademarks, then let's go for the empress instead, because that's not, that, that way I don't infringe upon anybody else's rights, which is really important to me, as you can imagine. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay. So, so that's why I changed it around from the trademark queen to the, the empress of trademarks. And um, I just like the sound of it. I love it. I, I, truly, I truly do. <laughs> I mean, people started calling me LinkedIn Ninja and I was like, I, I don't even look like Ninja, you know, I, but come on. Okay. It's important. It, it's sometimes when, when people give us a kind of a nickname like that, it's, it stick to us and it, it might be a good for our brand and on the long term. I, I really love your story and I really love what you do. And especially I really didn't expect this part of the story it wasn't unfamiliar to me. And if I may say, if you turn from that mindset to a mindset of really helping people to, to protect their rights and all of that, that's a huge uh, success story for me in terms of, of, of creating the mindfulness all around that and, and building everything that you have built up through. And I, and I yeah. really want to congratulate you. Uh, Thank you. Tell us a little bit, what would be your advice for someone who is starting a business or they have a business, but they didn't uh, register their, their trademarks? I know people are building a lot of programs because I have a team for course building and people are reaching out, they're building courses, they're building programs, they're writing books, even that. Uh, they are opening LLC companies or whatever but uh, it's very rare that I actually see that it's registered. So what would yeah. you say about so that? So the really, really important thing is um, to first of all, find a name that does not reflect your name, does not reflect what you do. Think about Apple. Why do you think Apple is such a brilliant trademark, Catherine? Can I ask you that? Maybe because it's so usual, like, it's very general, like word. Actually, it's the opposite. It's it's really? the exact opposite. Yeah, Apple. You know, it's it's a logo, and you you see an apple that's been taken a bite out of. Yes. So that that particular thing with the bite out of the apple has something to do with taking a bite out of the market. That's not what I'm wanting to to focus on here. What I want to focus on the fact that Apple is such a great trademark is because it does not signal what the business does. Uh -huh. what, does it, what does Apple do? It's a technology business, yeah? Uh -huh. And because it's, it, ha, it, had they been selling fruits, they wouldn't be able to register it as a trademark because then it would be generic. Oh, and wow. something that's generic is completely unregisterable as a trademark. So that is really, really important to know. And the more unique and special you make it, the easier it becomes to actually register it. So that's, that's a really, really important step. Something else that is extremely important and people don't have, have to do that themselves. They can ask somebody like me or somebody else, doesn't have to be me, but mm -hmm. to do a search to see mm -hmm. if it's already in use what they're wanting to use. Because if not, I think that was one of the questions you were wanting to ask me, uh, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's do it now because I'm in, on a roll here. <laughs> so it's, important, it's really, really important to to do a search to see that nobody else is using this because 
if that is the case, then that can be an infringement. Um, mm -hmm. And and you want to have something that's uniquely you and 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 related to your business, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does that answer you? Oh, that, that's brilliant. I actually, so it is opposite than what I thought. I thought it's like, it's like very, very usual. People will remember it easy and so on. And, and I remember the, the I, I, I read the book and I watched the movie. I remember that part when Steve was thinking about the name of the company. He was eating an apple, like, but that was like, you know, and he said, okay, let's be an apple. But actually now when you, when you put it in this perspective, it makes a lot of sense and actually, yeah. it actually brings a lot of value. Okay, so uh, why is trademark registration so important? And what would be the procedure if someone wants to do that now? So the reason why it's important, Think about it this way. You have a child and your child gets vaccinations to avoid certain illnesses, yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when actually, when you register the trademark, you're actually injecting an, a, a, a vaccine into your business because it can help you avoid, for instance, something really, really important, which is a hostile takeover. Mm -hmm. Because when you want to invite investors on board, what are the first things they will, will look at? How do you protect your intellectual property? If you don't, either they won't put money into your business or if they've done that and then ask the question, then they'll perform a hostile takeover. And mm -hmm. you don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. to you or anyone else you know, because that is so devastating mm -hmm. because you're left with nothing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you have to start all over again. So you may as well do it from the beginning. And the procedure is, to contact somebody who is in the know, who does it, and who, who knows what is required. Mm -hmm. And then you have the conversation with them um, mm -hmm. to figure out, is this, is this relevant? Can I, can I even register what I've got, you know? Because not everything can become a trademark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, as I said before, if it's generic, you can't do it. And also the reason why Apple is such a great trademark is because it's instantly recognizable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there are a lot of factors that come into play actually awesome this is this is truly valuable i'm like uh i i didn't throw this question it just came to my mind all those little signs like r in circle and then c in yeah. circle and what, what does it mean actually like r so is registered probably yeah? Yeah, so the R in the circle is uh, when you've got your trademark registered, you're only allowed to use it then. Mm -hmm. So that, you, you've seen my trademark and it's, it's mm -hmm. got the coat of arms and then there's the little circle with the R in it. Yeah, I just that means, that, that's why I yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so the C in the circle signals that it's somebody's copyright and copyright is a completely different thing. We can talk about that another time if you want, because there's no reason to go into it now. Mm -hmm. And then in the US, they also have something that is referred to as the SM, mm -hmm. just like the TM that you have the SM. So the TM is for when you want to signal to somebody that you consider this to be your trademark, but it's not been registered. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're just saying hands off, this is mine. However, there is no sort of legal stand or no, no no legal backup for it it's just a signal mm -hmm. you're just saying hands off this is mine uh -huh. many people use it when they've started the process 
but an, an awful lot of people just use it because they think that that's what they have to do. And that's not true. Um, and so the SM is for, um, it's a service mark. That's what it's called in the US. It, I, I think it's, as far as I know, it's only the US that uses it. Um, so in, in Europe, they don't use it in, I don't think they use it in Australia and I don't think they use it in Canada. As far as I know, it's only the US. So that's for service, service um, businesses. So like restaurants and stuff like that. This is so, so great. I, I actually was the first one who taught that TM is a trademark, right? I mean, yeah, we can't know these things. That's why yeah. I, I like this video series which I'm, which I'm creating because I really invite people from different fields. Uh, everything is business, doesn't have to be the familiar for the business owner like it is for you as an expert. But if they see you and if they hear your story and everything that you have to offer, then they will see the value and, and really it might help someone because I know how it feels to like be in the, in the, the trouble around your material or something that you create when I was publishing my book and something like that. It, it hurts. It really hurts. And I believe this yeah. is very important. Okay. So now we come to that second part of the okay. interview, which I love the most. I don't, I'm not sure if my guests love it the most, but my audience does. <laughs> anyway, uh, I will ask you quick questions. Yeah. And you have like one sentence or 10 seconds to answer to me. And okay. you will hear a ring bell, you know, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. First one. What would be the first step that someone needs to do if they want to uh, protect intellectual property? So they they should uh, contact me or somebody else like me mm -hmm. who knows what they're talking about and knows what the ins and outs are. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. So the second one. Um, yeah, this is very interesting, actually. Does trademark registration depends on a country? Is it like if you register something in USA, is it valuable in Australia or you need to do like on both places? So when you've got your trademark registered in the US, it's obviously a federal um, trademark and it's valid in all of the states in the US. Mm -hmm. However, if you want to expand your market then you have to sit down and talk to your specialist so that you can point to where in the world you want to go so that you sit down and, and take it step by step because otherwise it becomes too expensive nobody does uh nobody nobody registers trademarks in in the whole world that in all countries in the whole world that would be too expensive so I I actually guess that somehow. I mean, if, if we need to do it all over the place, especially for us who are doing, uh, you know, online business, that, that might be a little tricky. Okay, and our last question for the day, um, how we can check, you said that uh, we can check if trademark exists. How we can do the checkup? So you can, <clears throat> you can do various things. You can either do a Google search mm -hmm. or you can... Um, do something a little bit more sort of uh, nerdy and that is <clears throat> to go into the intellectual property office of your home country mm -hmm. and do a search there mm -hmm. or you can delegate it if you don't want to spend time mm -hmm. doing it waste time money and energy mm -hmm. well not money but if, if you don't want to waste your time then and energy then you can ask somebody else to do it and mm -hmm. and they will perform the task for you and tell you um 
if it's available yeah or if it's taken already thanks so much this was this was so cool and it was very 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 funny at the end i was like i was thinking like i have more questions (laughs) okay (laughs) so we can do a second one if you want (laughs) obviously (laughs) so please tell me uh where my audience can find you how they can reach out to you tell us a little bit about services you offer so they get a little bit familiar with what you do yeah so <clears throat> I obviously register trademarks, as you know, and people can find me on my website. It's called grandipr.dk. It's a .dk domain, but it's all in English, so no worries there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be found on LinkedIn. I can be found on Vimeo. I can be found on YouTube. I can be found on Twitter. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, I have three different packages depending on the type of of service people require. And for the UK market and the Danish market, I also have a done-for-you service. (laughs) No, I mean, do it yourself, sorry. Do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's... Do you need any more details? No, what what would be the best way? Like the... or, Or your website or... I mean, if you are everywhere, at least one channel is like your main, I guess. LinkedIn is my main channel, definitely. And then comes YouTube. <laughs> I wanted to hear that. <laughs> I love LinkedIn. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm in love with it. Thank you so yeah. much for being my guest. It was my honor to have you here. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Yeah, it was fantastic. Bye.